May the words of my mouth and the meditation of our hearts be acceptable in your sight, O Lord, our strength and our redeemer. Please be seated. Follow me, Jesus says, and I will make you fish for people. What does that mean, fish for people? What does it mean to follow Christ? I have to admit I had a perfectly good sermon written for today, carefully researched and written in advance. A sermon filled with scripture references, word definitions and etymologies. A sermon I hoped would provide a deeper understanding of what it means to really follow Christ. All I needed to do was make a few tweaks and I would be ready for today. So it came as a little bit of a surprise to me when while driving home from our cold weather shelter this week, I got that little tap on my shoulder, that little nudge in my brain that comes from God. You all know what I'm talking about, don't you? Sometimes when you're least expecting it. I was listening to NPR and God was like, hey, let's talk for a minute. And so I said, okay. And what God told me was a bit of a surprise. I'm paraphrasing here, but basically what he says was, great job, Trace, good sermon. I want you to do something different. I want you to follow me. And so since I do believe this thought was from God, I agreed. And that is how I came, it came to be that I'm not giving, giving my carefully researched and written in advance sermon. But instead, I am compelled to share with you today some of the things I saw and heard and experienced this week as I spent time with our shelter guests and volunteers. Because the very best examples I can find of what it means to follow Jesus are right here in front of me. Look to your right. Look to your left. Come on, come on. Look to your right. Look to your left. Look behind you. Look in front of you. You guys. You are the ones that are the example of what it means to follow Christ. This is my commandment, that you love one another as I have loved you. Follow me, and I will make you fish for people. This is Jesus' invitation to us. Follow me and see people through my eyes. See how I see them. Watch me and learn how I love. Experience my great love for you so that in turn you can turn around and love other people the same way. This is at the heart of what it means to follow Jesus. For those of you who may not know, our St. Paul's family has partnered with OK End Homelessness under the direction and guidance of Felicia, Tess, and James to provide temporary emergency shelter when the temperatures outside turn bitterly cold. This gives our unhoused neighbors a warm and safe place to stay a haven 
that could literally be the difference between life and death. It takes an army of volunteers to make this happen, though. An army of love. Before we even opened our doors last Saturday, many things had to happen in a short amount of time. Beds had to be made. Donations had to be sorted and made accessible. And let me tell you about this, these donations. We had so much donated. Sheets and bedding and blankets, and by the way, more sheets and more sheets and some more sheets. We've had clothing, shoes, socks, hats, gloves, boots, warm coats donated. Mountains of food, fresh fruits and vegetables, homemade lasagna, homemade tortilla soup, or, or some kind of yummy, yummy soup. Um, we had pork, uh, pulled pork, hot rolls, juice, milk, coffee, and Capri Suns for the kiddos. People donated toys, markers, Play-Doh, Legos, puzzles, books, even a Batman set, which was a big hit. Dog food was donated, cat food. This is what it looks like to follow Jesus. People trickled in slowly at first, but by Tuesday we had a good number of guests. And by yesterday, we were literally bursting at the seams. I have absolutely no idea how many loads of laundry were done this week, how many meals were served, how many dishes were washed, how many toilets were cleaned, how many bathrooms mopped and restocked. All for the comfort and benefit of someone else. I can't begin to tell you how many hours of work Tess and James and Felicia have graciously and compassionately put into managing our shelter and finding resources for our guests this week. This is what it looks like to follow Jesus. I tried to really listen this week, and there were some things I heard over and over again in one way or another from our guests. Things like, you see us. You care about us. You try. You listen. A return guest from last year introduced me to a newcomer saying, I told my friend to come here because you all are good to us and you feed us good food. While doing a jigsaw puzzle with a young woman of about 20, she told me, very matter-of-factly, when most people see us, they say, ew, it's a homeless person, but not you guys. You guys want us. Imagine that, being wanted, being wanted. This is what it looks like to follow Jesus. But my very favorite part of this week was time spent getting to know a single dad and his three sons. His oldest, nine-year-old Jeremiah, who is with us today. Can you wave? There you go. We have Jeremiah with us today. Jeremiah is a sweet and funny kid 
creative, whip smart, and sometimes a little sassy. We played with Play-Doh and Legos. We ate crackers and cookies together and talked about fourth grade. Jeremiah decided he wanted to be baptized after he heard another shelter guest talking with Father Omar about it. He was very excited to do this. And his excitement must have been contagious. Because when all was said and done, not only did Jeremiah get baptized, but so did his brothers and his dad. Jeremiah took it all so seriously, listening to Father Omar during the service, carefully turning the pages of the Book of Common Prayer he held, trying to read along. He was completely engaged. In all, five people were baptized here Friday morning. And then we had one Friday night, too. So we have six this week. After we had taken a few pictures and were getting ready to go back to the shelter, Jeremiah wanted to know about the altar. So I took him up there and showed him how to bow, told him what the altar is for, how we use it, and he said, can we pray here? Yeah, we can. He asked, now? Absolutely, buddy. We can pray here now. And so he did. With precious reverence, this new child of God reverently bowed and said a thankful and heartfelt prayer that he was now a forever, a forever part of God's family. I don't know all of Jeremiah's stories or all of the stories of our guests this week. I don't know what they have been taught or know about Jesus or the Bible. But when I look at Jeremiah, I do know this. What I firmly believe is that his tender, innocent soul was so attracted to the love he experienced here that he responded the only way he knew how to. He became a part of it. That is what it looks like to follow Jesus. It looks like love. Amen.